0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. You know those things you are too embarrassed to talk about when it comes to dating? Like when to say I love you, how to define the relationship? Well, We Met at Acme touches upon all of those subjects and more, and we get right into it with our guests and talk about their dating lives and also what not to do when it comes to dating because we're all kind of confused together. So you can tune in every Sunday to We Met at Acme. And maybe you can learn a thing or two while I learn a thing or two. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, and I am divorced, not dead. I'm a former Bravo TV star and now former wife. Fresh off the back of my divorce, I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said between each other, society, the sheets, and everything in the middle. And lucky me, you'll be joining me for the journey, so buckle up. So welcome back to another episode of Divorced, Not Dead. And today, I'm really lucky to have my girlfriend on. Roxy Banu, I can never pronounce your name, I'm never, (laughs) so you better do it yourself, and we're actually really, really old friends, Uh, (laughs) but you can pronounce it, it's okay. Roxy Nefisti. We're going to talk today about manifesting our best lives. I actually just had a sort of half an hour quick breakdown of what Roxy does, these amazing talks. You know what's really fascinating is it's all sort of, it's not rocket science, is it Roxy? It's like, um, and I've seen such a change in 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 you, and actually what's come about. Because when I, you know, last year I think we spent some time, two years ago actually, some time in Dubai together, and your life was a completely different place to where it is today and i see such a difference in your demeanor the way you are i mean if you could just take people back to where you were probably two two years ago to where you are today it's quite actually astonishing and i'm super proud of you to see such a transformation and i, I think you probably say the same about me because i think we were on the boat together with my ex-husband and you're then your future husband at that point and look at where we are today Totally. It's actually wild. You know, what's really funny is I have such a vivid
1: memory. I first learned to manifest when I was sort of at my very, very rock bottom. I had just been on a week trip to Ibiza. Um, I was still taking a lot of drugs then I was smoking 25
0: cigarettes a day. I was just beyond unhealthy. I also sort of equate some of your behavior to you. You were anxious. The smoking was like anxiety crutch.
1: I was just very, very depressed. I had no purpose, no direction in life. Anyway, so I was at my sort of rock bottom and then I listened to a podcast on manifesting and then I read and I researched and I learned everything I could and then I flew to Dubai. And actually I remember being two weeks later, I met Wade, my baby daddy, but it was in Dubai with you. I had stayed over at your house and I was in your guest bedroom, and I remember I kept seeing 11.11 on my phone, and I was texting Wade. We'd just met on the app, and we were messaging. That was sort of my turning point at that point, in that time at your house you know and I just learned to manifest
0: and then yeah my my life absolutely sort of transformed from then and I think it's interesting because what I want to say having you know I always think there's some sort of secret recipe and that's why I was like gagging to get on Roxy's um chat the other night and unfortunately as I said it started at 11 o'clock and I couldn't you know it's not witchcraft and I think you know I think people sort of get a little bit scared about we're all airy fairy and I was like that like oh, I'm going to sit there and meditate and manifest for fuck's sake I've got better things to do with my time. You know, I look at it now and a lot of, so Roxy has this like seven step plan thing that we were just going through. And I was like, I've done that. I do that. I do that. And I, I think the, the easiest way for me to tell you about manifesting is my relationship with it, with Sergio, because I really look back now and I always say, be careful what you wish for, or be very, you know, be very exact. Be very exact because I got my perfect man in a younger body, my perfect woman in an older body, poor guy. I don't know what he manifested, but uh, we always laugh, you know, but you, you, you should be really exact. Like I dreamt about Sergio years ago. And it's so funny because I think Roxy and I discussed this earlier as well, that we are so conditioned that you cannot have it all. You cannot, from the very beginning, my parents told me, you know, well, number one, be careful what you wish for. It's also already in negative connotation. You can't have it all. Women can't do everything. You know, you can't have a, a, a good relationship, go to work and be a great mom. These are statements that we have all grown up with. And I think that Roxy is living proof. I am living proof. I'm not saying I'm the best mom and I am definitely not the best mom, but I'm the best mom my kids have. And they, it's the only mom they know and definitely one they wouldn't trade. And that's the point. You know, they're happy, healthy, What is a great mom? A great mom is a happy mom, right? And a happy mom is someone that doesn't, you know, sacrifice, dedicate. All of these words that we've also been conditioned to give, you know, you're meant to give up your life until your children are 18. And when they move out, then you you regain your life. Bull fucking shit. Sorry. Absolutely not true. Why on earth should you be chained to the, the sink so that your children have a better life, but you're deep down miserable because you have sacrificed your life for 18 years. It's really funny. I have a very good girlfriend of mine, actually, who's, you know, wants to move back to Dubai. And she's like, well, I can't move back to Dubai until they go to university. I'm like, you fucking kidding me. That's another like eight years. She said, like, yeah, it's not that long. I'm like, it's eight years. It's long. How long are we meant to delay our lives, Roxy? But what we want so that, you know, everyone else around us isn't happy, but we're not. So manifesting my best life right now, if any of you are watching, this is not for Instagram. I'm fucking living it. So are you, by the way, you're living it. I see it every day on your, on your Instagram, on your feed, you're living your best life. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's right is that we
1: are taught You know, very early on, that we can't have it all, that life is tough, that jobs are hard and we should do jobs we don't enjoy. And I think it's very hard actually when we've been taught that for so long to actually sit in a place of contentment or satisfaction or happiness and feel comfortable in there because when we get to that place and, and and many people listening will have had a period of lives where they felt that things were amazing or things were just exactly where they were supposed to be and they felt so good but attached to that place is a fear that it's going to be snatched away from them because we don't think that good things can last. And there's very much this mentality of what goes up, what it must come down. So it's about being able to, yes, manifest what you want, but also be able to understand that you did that. It wasn't luck, but we actually have the power within us to create whatever life that we want and maintain it and sit with it and live in it. And really all I do is not, like you say, I'm not teaching things that people don't really know, but I'm unlocking people's inner power that they already have within them. Me and you may have manifested our lives. I'm not special. You're not special. We're no different to anyone else. All we have is a self-belief that we're able to do it. And that can be really challenging for a lot of people because insecurity is rife, you know, feeling that we're not worthy, feeling that Uh, Blaming our circumstances for why maybe we're not able to um, succeed or have the things we want. But actually, when we take everything inward, when we take responsibility, when we understand that we have limitless potential, then anyone can live the life that they really want.
0: So let's take a little pause from the show and discuss one of my favorite things, which is obviously beauty routines. I actually have done quite a lot on my beauty routine or lack of it. So it's always exciting to find new products that really, really work for me. And I've just discovered Osea, which I love. Obviously, I find it's so important at my age to take care of my face, you know, and all the rest of my body. Your skin is your largest organ, isn't it? So why wouldn't you take care of it? And... It's made from clean and safe ingredients, and it instantly moisturizes, replenishes dry skin, leaving everything silky and smooth. It also makes everything glow, which is, you know, if you're just doing your legs and your body and you're going out for dinner, it's really nice to have a glowing body, isn't it? So, Osea soaks hand harvested. Under Rear Algae in barrels of oils for up to six months. The liquid is gold and rich and luxurious and never looks greasy. It's a body oil that's fragrant and sunny and citrus and smells a bit like passion fruit, which I love. And it's vegan and cruelty-free, which you know I'm a big advocate of. So you can try... Osea 2 totally risk-free for 30 days and get shipping on orders over $50. And they even send you free samples with every order. And you can get 10% off your first order with my promo code DND at oseamalibu.com. That's 10% off with the code DND at oseamalibu, O-S-E-A-M-A-L-I-B-U.com. Happy shopping. Let's get back to the show. I remember lying in bed and just dreaming at sort of the end of my marriage when I wasn't very good, and I was going, you know, like obviously I used to see this house. I saw this house, but I really thought it was in Los Angeles. I didn't think it was here. I thought I was moving to LA, which is still a possibility. But you know, it was a glass house. The hot guy, you know, and then I was like, oh, it's the hot guy, you know, like when I, when I met Sergio. Obviously, he's incredibly good looking, and I so many of my girlfriends. You know, it's too good to be true. You know, obviously he's just going to be this thick idiot that's sleeping with me only for money. And he's, you know, uh, like the male model type, which we've all encountered like beefcake, idiot, but like whatever with, with nothing underneath. And that that's what Sergio was going to be because it's not possible that he could be brainy, kind, successful. Right. And then what is success? Like, you know, so I was like, I've actually manifested my dream bloody man. I mean, the only thing is I'm a few years ahead of him, obviously. But like, I remind myself and pinch myself, that man spent seven years in what the number one, one of the number one uh, soccer uh, academies in in the world, you know. No matter what, he got there and and made a lot of money doing it from there. Then then he went and got his masters. Then he went. And so I'm like, why am I justifying shit to people? He is not stupid. Yes, and he's good looking. Yes, and I deserve it. He got all of it. He, he is. He's actually got it all. And yes, I'm doing it all. I'm 44. I've got a, a super successful podcast now, I've Got a beautiful home. I've got children that, you know, love me and I'm deserving of that because I have built that. And yes, when I got divorced, I could have collapsed, but instead, you know what I did? I pushed myself. I pushed myself to take a relationship that people, everybody else told me Could not work, would not not work, and there's no way he will ever marry me. There's no way we could ever, you know, work long-term. This was only going to be short-term. Well, what is long-term? We're now two years in. It's pretty long-term to me. You know, we're getting married. I've got the ring. And it's, it's the ring I always dreamed of. And I've got the guy I always dreamed of driving the car. I always dreamed of. And, you know, in the house I dreamed of, and somehow this has all come not by mistake, but it's arrived. There must be, I went, I met Sergio in Newport beach. I have never stepped foot in Newport beach in my life. He flew in for one night and decided to go to a stupid speech, which was mine and, uh, stayed. And here we are. That must be that the universe had a path for me and, and, and put me on it because what is the chances that he would walk into that? What is the chances that we would still be here? What are the chances he moved to Dubai? I must have manifested this. Definitely. Of course you did. I
1: love when, you know, we can see things and everybody will have a moment where they go, I can't believe that worked out that way. And that is really just proof of the sort of the universe in action. Um, and when you see that, really take a moment to go, wow, this is, this is kind of magical
0: and allow that to you know excite you. I even see it with you. So I was thinking back to the boat, right? You always wanted a baby. You got your baby. You want to be mad, you got the mad. Then you decided, you know, you went from, I mean, I've given up drinking and, and smoking. I don't do, I haven't smoked for oh, over a month now or two, maybe. The drinking's been, I just, I don't feel like it at all. I feel so good. But I see with yours, like you've manifested, you got your dream home. Since, I mean, when I met you, when we had this sort of epiphany together, you were lost. You didn't have your home. You didn't have your full purpose of a job. You, you know, you weren't sure about your, your baby daddy and you made all of these steps, however uncomfortable and hard it was. And obviously it's easier when you just have a new baby to stay together than it is to part. Um, And you, you took all of these steps on your own and you have also now what you, you're talking to a thousand people in a room about all of these things and, you know, in less than two years and look at last time you were here, I was like going through, I was like probably on uppers and downers to try and get me to sleep because I wasn't sure where I wanted to be at the end of my marriage either. You know whether I should stay or go. What what it would look like? Would I have any friends? Would I be able to do this on my own? You know, three children, no one. You know, would I ever meet a guy? And I've met the best guy in the world who gets up at fucking four in the morning to like like write me love letters and petals. I mean, it's insane. (laughs) So
1: sweet. Life look life is full of so many twists and turns and. It is exciting and there are so many opportunities. And, you know, I was saying to you just before, magic happens outside your comfort zone. It's the ability to step out of what you're used to. A big part of manifesting and, you know, any kind of self-development journey is about letting go. And that means letting go of uh, limiting beliefs, letting go of people that are not right for you anymore or don't serve you in your life letting go of bad habits or behaviors and letting go of any ideas you have about who you thought you should be. And I think, you know, you're a very clear example of that, of kind of finding that moment where you needed to let go of a lot of things to be able to rediscover who you are. And I think transformation can feel scary or inauthentic. And I think that worries people as they think, well, if I'm suddenly someone different tomorrow, does that mean I'm not authentic? But the truth is every day we're changing who I am today is not who I was yesterday and self-love is being able to honor that you have grown every single day and be true to who you are in each moment of change.
0: So we're going to take a little break from the show and discuss something quite new, but actually through the pandemic and COVID, it's really, really relevant. And actually part of what I do anyway is discussing, you know, sort of mental and emotional health first, especially in these uncertain times. And it's the positive trickle down effect of making everything else in your life better simply. So like your relationships get stronger, your self-worth grows These are a few reasons why working with a therapist to finally prioritise your mental health is truly, truly going to change your life for the better across the board. Um, And it's something that I really believe in. I think you've heard me preach this so many times, positive attitude, positive life. You know, you get what you put in, really, don't you? So I really, really wholeheartedly recommend Talkspace for therapy. You can sign up online and start therapy the same day as you sign up, which, you know, a lot of people have, you know, these long waiting lists. And if you need help straight away, it's kind of frustrating. So I think this is a really clever way of doing it. And you can simply text or video or send a voice message to your licensed therapist. And it's so incredibly convenient to have a virtual session from the comfort of your own home. So let's face it, we're doing everything else from home. Talkspace is really affordable as it's literally a fraction of the cost of a one-to-one in-person therapy session. So it means that, you know, it's really available to everybody. And instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages to your therapist at any time and they'll engage with you five days a week. Talkspace is secure and private using the latest end-to-end bank-grade encryption code technology so you can really, really... Be sure that you're secure with them. And, you know, they're compliant with the latest HIPAA regulations. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure you use my code DND and get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's dnd and talkspace.com. I hope this helps. Let's get back to the show. It's very apparent, funnily enough, if you just scroll down my Instagram, it's right there. And I want people to know that, you know, even if I'm doing a fun photo shoot with Sergio, it's all authentic. There is nothing that, you know on there that, I mean, obviously you have the moments that are staged and we make it fun for you guys, but the interaction between us is so authentic and you can't make that shit up. And I think that, you know, you see the difference in me because he brought that out of me, not because I want, you know, you all to feel shit about your relationship standing at home. Um, but that's genuinely, I am enjoying maybe an epiphany of being a totally different human with, um, more emotional with him than I've ever been because I didn't get that chance to shine in in anything. I think, you know, and again, I've said it before, this is not Jem's uh, fault. I was not ready. You know, I think I grew up in boarding school and left boarding school and then, you know, went to work and then met Jem. So like, I never had that thing where I, you know, someone sort of, he, he couldn't have given me that kind of love. Even if he tried or wanted to, which I don't know if he did or he didn't, but he wouldn't, I wouldn't have been accepting of it. I'd have been like, get, get off me. What, What on earth are you doing? You know, I was so like, no PDA, no, like, you know, and now I've ended up with literally a koala bear for a partner. It's hilarious. But, you know, maybe that's what I needed. And that's what, you know, I do need for the rest of my time is to be, have someone that's so sure, like every time I wavered and he will tell you this, every time everyone told me that Sergio will never work, that he's only, he's away for the wrong reasons. There's no way we could get to the end. You know, I'm, I'm fucking up my whole life so that I can be with this, this boy for two minutes. Sergio was from day one unwavering in what he wanted. He has never, ever changed, never, ever gone, fuck, maybe I've taken on too much, never wavered in his love of me, and never questioned it, ever. Even when I'm having my wobbles and saying to him, you know what, this cannot work. It will not work. My kids hate you. This happened. That happened. He's never wobbled. He's just remained completely sure of his decision, which is amazing. (laughs) It's so sweet. Well, it just like a, a rock, really. Yes. And that, you know, was sent to me as well at the time. And that's why I think, you know, when, when you talk about the steps and the, all the stuff and, and, and scrolling through Instagram, it's very true. Because sometimes I do exactly what you said. You get triggered by the smallest things on Instagram, which cause envy. or And I want to be bigger than that. I really want to be bigger than that. There's very few people that trigger me. Very few. And I'm understanding now who does and doesn't. And I'm making those steps. Thank you for teaching me that mute button. I had no idea it existed. So just managed to mute a few people. <laughs> I, I always want to be bigger than that. But, you know, sometimes you're just not. And so I do understand and I've always preached that if someone calls me for help, I give it. You know, I, I do believe that there's enough work for everybody. Uh, even in, in these times when people are struggling, if, if you get into to the right place, there is enough work for everybody. It's your flow. It's your time. It's all positive attitude. It's like those women that sort of always feel sorry for themselves. And we all have friends, a friend like that, or believe that the world, you know, they play victim. Nothing ever comes to them. You know, you're putting it out there before you've even started, right?
1: Well, yeah, the thing with envy or being triggered on Instagram is that envy is very low vibe. And, you know, like, I was saying is it then becomes from scarcity. So it comes from a belief that there's not enough. So if anyone is on Instagram and they see something and it makes them feel like that niggling feeling, it's not always really obvious, but that niggling feeling of envy, it's usually driven by a fear and a fear that somebody else having success takes away from your own or a fear that you'll never be able to have that thing. And so my advice, if that is happening is firstly, If somebody in particular triggers you often, mute them. You don't need to unfollow them if you don't feel that's right, but mute them just so you're not seeing those triggers all the time. But secondly, be able to turn your envy into inspiration. And that's one of my kind of seven steps to manifesting because inspiration is high vibe. So when we look at people, okay, if you're single and you're looking at all these happy couples, you have two choices. You can either look at them and go, Oh my God, you know, I got a message. Someone messaged me on Instagram on Valentine's day. I'm sick of seeing happy couple photos, but that is just such coming from a place of fear, fear that they won't find it for themselves. It's such a low vibe comes from scarcity you then won't manifest that partner you're looking for. But if you can turn around and go, wow, look at all this love, look at all this, you know, all these beautiful relationships. How amazing is it? How inspiring is it? This is what I want for myself. Then that's the place you'll manifest from, from a place of abundance.
0: Totally agree. And I think, you know, it's just having big girl pants and knowing you're enough. I mean, funny enough, doing a podcast is a very similar thing because, you know, this is a a very big market and a very saturated market. Right. So, and, and I can't stop you Roxy, you know, my friend suddenly going, Oh, I really enjoyed being on your podcast, Caroline. I'm going to start one. And you know, you can't stop people. You you, you need a microphone in your living room. Right. And I, I would go, you know what, Roxy, this is the, you know, this, you do it here. And this is how you get there. And this is what you do. Um, or come on mine. Now, you know, I could have gone, well, I'm not gonna, I've got more following on mine than you do right now. You started last week. So, you know, frankly, what am I getting out of this? Or you go, okay, she's my friend. And, you know, I love what you've got to say. And you say, come on. And, and that's it because, you know, both of us add to each other quite a lot. And, you know, we're in very different fields. And even if we're on the same field, it's an interesting conversation and deserves to be heard. Jealousy is an ugly, ugly thing. Paris is good at that. You know, Paris Hilton, she's actually really, really, Great, like that. She she also gives gives out and always says, "Look, get on my platform," or retweets you. And when you know, a lot of people wouldn't do that, you know, because it's like, no, mine. These are my, you know, my followers. I think giving to people, you always get back.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I, I have to say, ever since I met you, the thing that stood out for me the most was that you always so helpful. Like you always offer your help so willingly and without kind of wanting anything in return and i'm very much the same but you don't meet people like that often so when you do it actually stands out so much and you're one of the few people i know i could text and go caroline do you have a contact for this and you wouldn't be like oh my god no i'm not gonna why are you helping you will literally always within two minutes you've responded you've helped you're done and that's and I think that comes from a very a place of true self-confidence and a true understanding, uh, which I, I hope more people will understand, is that women supporting women is a great thing. We, if we all help each other, if we all grow together, you know, the world is a better place.
0: Let's take another break from the show and discuss one of my favorite things, which is, you know, as you all know, self-care, personal care, whatever you want to call it. But this time... It's about sex care, which is frankly just as important if you ask me. And I'm all about being the best version of myself, whether it be through fitness, wellness, nutrition, relationships. And I don't stop when it comes to sex. So I want to tell you again about Woo More Play, the all natural sexual wellness brand that takes your sex life to the next level. I think I've told you a billion times about this coconut love love oil and their freshies and now their quickies. But I honestly, if you're going to start out, these are the things I would start with. They're really easy and you can definitely take your better sex life on the go. I always myself use the Freshies towelets before sex as they're made with coconut water and they smell so amazing. I feel totally confident, especially if you're down for a quickie in between Zooms. For the best sex ever, you have to have to try Woo's Coconut Love Oil. It's made with organic coconut oil and we use it for everything like foreplay, sex, massages, whatever, it's edible, who cares? It tastes like vanilla cupcake, no joke, and I highly recommend you taste this for yourself. And you, if you love the love oil like I do, Woo's new quickies are a total game changer. These are cute, perfectly pre-proportioned packs of the love oil. So all you have to do is rip off the top, get going, no mess, no cleanup. So sign me up. Head over to woo more forward slash discount forward slash DND for 20% off your order with Woo. Or use Code DND at checkout, for 20 percent off, woo more play to start spicing it up today. That's 20 percent off with code DND. And trust me, you'll be back for more. Let's get back to the show. I think women forget that so often. I think women are so blinded. 98 percent of you are so lovely, and then there's the two percent that's sort of like, "Oh, you know, he's going to cheat on you." Whatever it is, you, you always get the one or like it's, "I'm sick of watching. Where are your children? where, where uh, that's the one that really triggers me and then i'm like oh I'm, I'm learning to stop now where are your children i'm like it's fucking instagram they're either upstairs in bed they're they're 10 years old they don't want to be on my instagram they do not want to be on my instagram unlike me they're not being paid for it they do not care they are children and if they're not here and also by the way gets so upset i'm divorced so if they're not with me they're with their dad it's like, no one asks my ex-husband where they are when they're not with him. And they're, mo- you know, they live here most of the time. They're with him three days of the week and the rest with me. So like, you know, I I haven't forgotten about them. They're in my bloody house. And if anyone's got three children, you know, that's quite hard to forget about three kids in your house. <laughs> like, and, and even when they're at their dad's, I don't really get to... Forget about them because I'm still organizing their play dates, their clothes that they've forgotten, the books, the this, the ferrying back and forth, you know, organizing it at all. So forgetting about my kids for three days would be an utter luxury. So um, when I get there, I'll let you all know. You laugh, but it really gets on my tits. It gets on my tits because you're women, you're women. I got divorced. Of course, I split my, their, their time with their dad, Right. And of course, Sergio and I go off on holiday without my kids. Of course we do. We, we're one week on, one week on. We're not even one week on at the moment because, you know, they live more, mostly with us, but eventually they will be and Jem takes them for the holidays. But again, I don't need to explain my parent, you know, my co-parenting with you lot. But that is a typical example of women looking at a page and going, everything's too perfect and we just want to find something to like get to her about. You know, I get that, you know, women want to sort of disbelieve that I could have a 26 year old boyfriend when I'm 40 plus, you know, and I get that because I would have been the first to go. It's ridiculous. But when does, when, when is our relationship authentic two years on?
1: The thing is it is authentic and it's authentic to you and it's authentic and, 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 for the people that, you know, you have, like you say, 98% of people
0: are so supportive. They love seeing it. And because it's telling women we can have it all. I can go to work. I can look sexy. I can look terrible. I can be a good mom. I can sometimes be a shit mom. I can have a boyfriend and a lover and a best friend all in one. I can have, you know, a beautiful home. You know, I can support myself, you know, and do it all. You're doing all of that without the boyfriend right now because you're in fucking lockdown. He'd actually have to knock on your door unless you fancy your postman.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think all I would say is... Whenever there is criticism, there is pain for that person. And all I encourage is just whenever we can, and it's hard, sometimes you are just fucking pissed off and you're like, oh my God, stop the trolling, stop the the negativity, but you have a public platform. It's going to come. All you can do is offer energetic compassion. People are in pain. People feel pain in their lives and it's When people feel afraid, they feel hurt, they feel pain. Sometimes the direction that that goes is aimed at the wrong people. And then you always have a choice. Do you accept their pain and let it in? Or do you choose to hold back from it and instead have your compassionate Caroline on where you can? Because that's the only way that will save you from
0: being so triggered by it. No, absolutely agreed. And I, I, you know, I've got a lot better now. I just, I don't even bother. You know, I used to answer like now. I'm like, oh, you poor, sad human being.
1: <laughs> that wasn't quite the compassion I was going for.
0: <laughs> no, I don't. I, I don't have compassion for someone that goes out of their way all the time. Always the same ones. But there were always people like that as well that would like to sort of, you know, DM. Gem something really unhelpful as well. And like, it's just amazing to me what women can do to other women. Amazing. I do have compassion for some people, but like, you know, and, and genuinely it's funny because if you do go out, look, they're out at their fathers, they sort of back down, but because they want attention. But then I think, why am I giving attention to people that, you know, really don't deserve it? Um, in some way, because, you know, and that's a hard one because I'm like, well, there's so many lovely messages that do, I do try to respond to everybody as much as I can. I really try. Um, that's why I won't let anyone overtake my Instagram because I think it's so, you know, so important that they get the the feeling from you, but that I think, well, why am I wasting time on, you know, sometimes on this person who's just gone out of their way to be such a troll, but you're right. I need to be a better person. So there you go, Roxy. Thanks for teaching me something today.
1: <laughs> no, it's just it's not a better person. You're great, great. It's just it's so important that we don't allow other people's pain to become our own, and and that's all it is really. Is just not allowing
0: that in, infection. You know, thousand percent. And I think you know and and. That's why I think blocking out and just taking them off your page, simply blocking it, don't respond. Um, it's just removing the negative vibes from you. You know, it's just, I'm trying to deal with my stress and my, you know, anger in a different way. As I said, you know, I'm removing people, but in the nicest way, I have a great group of people around me now. And I feel so blessed. Like they, the girlfriends that just truly get me and love me. We don't judge each other. I don't judge them. And it's, it's a really lovely place to be. And anything else or anyone else, I think you just remove from your path in the nicest possible way. Just let them go. So, you know, I think, I think that's a really good thing. If, 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 if something's causing you pain or something triggers you, it doesn't need to be a huge song and dance. It doesn't need to be a conversation. It doesn't need to be anything more. You don't need to explain yourself. Just remove it. Quietly remove it and get on with your day. Yeah, <laughs> and actually I'm going in this afternoon so after this I'm I'm off with Sergio and we're going to do our first vision board together oh fabulous yeah we fought it for quite a long time because again I have fought a lot of things with Sergio and tried not to give up because I was going well what if we break up which is already putting it out there that we might I'm like now I'm going actually we're not going to break up he's taught me a thousand times we're never breaking up so now we are a team And I've taken that out and my end goal is different. Now we are a brand. Sergio and I, people kind of prefer us together than they do apart anyway. So now we're looking and we've started our first business together here and it's really exciting. Can't wait to announce it to everybody. Now we're a brand and now we're doing our first vision board as a couple, you know, from everything to the wedding to, you know, the t- Oh, I love that. That's so cute. To, you know, we've got our little eggs frozen to all of these cute things, the steps and the things that we want to do. It's like I got, I've really got a second chance in life. And people tell you you don't get a second chance, especially not at my age. I've got a second chance. And let me tell you girls, it's forget my age because I've never felt better. I feel like he's de-aged me, not aged me. And um, I want to stay young for him. So, and he, you know, and that's amazing. I love that. I love it. It's so cute. It's so inspiring. Well, I mean, you know, I know it's hard for everybody now and it's it's a very, very weird time for everybody to be living through. But, you know, I think these are all, you could get your vision board done now before. Oh yeah, this is this is the time. This is the time for self-development.
1: This is the time for inner work. Um, so that when we come out of this, we're sort of ready to, ready to manifest whatever we want and
0: to be the best versions of ourselves. So I think on that note, I will say goodbye and go forth and manifest your best life. It really is that easy vision board, self-worth, no fear, taking the first steps, getting out. I've always said in every speech I've ever given, Nothing good comes from your comfort zone. Nothing. Do one thing that scares you and, you know, and say, fuck it, basically. You know, my other motto is what's the worst that can happen? (laughs) I love that. So, so true.
1: Thank you so much, lovely. Pleasure. Lovely having you.
0: Thank you for listening to Divorce Not Dead. Tune in next Wednesday for a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review. We'd love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at at Caroline Stanbury for all the behind the scene action.